And this week, our favorite son, Jay, brought a masterpiece. <laughs> Let me bestow upon you the... I just went JFK. Yeah, you yeah, JFK. JFK the whole time. <laughs> right. You know what? He was, it a, was, gangster. Just, it was just, <laughs> a gangster. Do ladies want to come and swim in my pool? And by pool, I, I mean, mean hot, hot tub. tub. And by swim, I, I mean sex. <laughs> yes, they do. Like seven people just understood that. <laughs> That's our corner of the internet. Bye. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh, yeah. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave, Annie. Casey, Hi. and Juice. How you doing? Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. This week, it was my turn. Good job. Casey, what theme am I dealing with? All in the family. Gangster movies. Yeah, Gangster dog. Gangster movies. movies. You know. You know the type. Jay brought this week's movie. <laughs> Jay, what did you bring us? 2001's Knock Around Guys, directed by Brian Koppelman mm, and David is. Levine. I don't know. Mm. It is it. 92 minutes of jaw-dropping mobster action. Was that only 92 minutes? That was only yeah. 92 wow. minutes. We had to pause a lot to take a moment. That was like so dental time. <laughs> yeah. We were on dental time. Dental time. But it also was really only like six minutes of action out of that 92. Yeah, didn't so you say this that's not what IMDb an told action me. Film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, action packed <laughs> is what it says yeah. specifically. You told me it was action packed and that Vin Diesel was in it, and that sets a certain expectation. Yeah, it's like flavor Did not meet that like ramen minus the flavor packet. Hold on. Rubber. At least one of those things is true, David. Vin Diesel was in this movie. That's right. Jay, let's get an elevator pitch for this movie before we go any further. Uh, you've just landed at a rural airport in the middle of BFE, Montana. Classic me. Yeah, you've got a bag with half a million dollars in it uh, and a coupon's worth of cocaine up your nose. Also classic me? It's a coupon. A coupon. That's right. We are we are in the Midwest. We are so in it's the a coupon worth of cocaine. Uh, so as you walk in to pay for your 54 gallons of fuel, which only costs $160, God damn. Oh, wow. God, 2001. Seriously. I miss you. You notice that the local sheriff is just inside. So in your cocaine haze, you've got about 10 seconds before you have to be face to face with this local sheriff. Let's get an elevator pitch. Sell me on this movie. Many entitled mobster millennials meander about Montana for money. That uh, was three seconds. <laughs> wow. There's way too many M's in there. I got to take a second to chew through that. Accurate though, Mobster Millennials is what this movie—it was ahead of its time. We it had really, really... Was, it really was ahead of its time. So it people was... have always been bitching about millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're, they're yeah, the yeah. entitled right. Mobster Millennial sons. But the... I think actually they would be Gen uh, Xers. Technicality. Okay. Not really. They're, they're living. They're millennials in spirit, Casey. <laughs> oh, okay. You can't take that away from them. I can't take this guy from me. Actually. <laughs> Just anyone you don't like is a millennial. Okay, That's even retroactively? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I also identify as a boomer. 
those Confederate soldiers are total fucking millennials. <laughs> Here's the thing. That coupon I had full of cocaine just fell out of the back of my pocket. And Casey, who is a stoner working at the airport, picks it up and is going to snort the whole fucking thing because she has no restraint. It's clearly going to kill her. So in the 10 seconds that I that- I can now walk to Michael's. <laughs> you can see fucking Michael's from any point on the planet. Yes. In the 10 seconds before the cocaine rushes to your brain and kills you, sell us this movie. Vin Diesel plays the watered-down version of his role in The Pacifier, but the kids in this film are the adults who got fired from Olive Garden. Six, Six seconds. seconds. Wow. I've worked with every single person in this fucking movie. I, yeah. I, okay, it's so I'm, I'm challenging it's a Vin Diesel in The Pacifier. I think feel like these are two very different roles. Have you seen The Pacifier? No. <laughs> no, because... And yes, I have seen it. <laughs> I've seen it many times. Yeah, of course I have. Vin Diesel punches things. That's all I need to know. Let's talk about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched, because clearly there are some strong feelings being traded. Just a few. You know what? I don't see you out here every week busting your fucking hump, making elevator pitches. You think this shit comes free? <laughs> you think this shit comes free? Go get you think sandwich. this is a fucking game, Dave? Real talk, Tell though. Me. They never told us what kind of sandwiches they were. I mean, very <laughs> they never did. I need they to know. They always right. do. Like, Italian movies are like Korean films where it's like one third about food, and they describe it to you. A knockaround guy is a mob wannabe who will never be taken seriously and acts as a glorified errand boy. Mm -hmm. This cinematic gem gives us not one, not two, not even three knockaround guys. No, Cinemites. We have four. Our main gopher is the sandwich retrieving extraordinaire Maddie, played by Barry Pepper. Maddie is the spoiled son of the terrifying underboss Benny Chains Demerit and is too soft to be a real gangster. But Maddie is not alone. Mm. Fellow underboss son, Chris Scarpa, played by Andy DeVoli, is a best friend knockaround guy, and they're friends with Vin Diesel's character Taylor Reese and the coke loving Johnny Marbles, disastrously played by Seth fucking Green. Uh, hear that groans? Uh, Feel that. Uh, Little oh I was Seth, okay, I thought Seth was in here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Stop practicing your lines. The movie wrapped 18 years ago. Tired of being unable to go legit because of daddy and also unable to murder people like a bitch, Maddie begs daddy to join the team. Well, it turns out Benny Chains, played by a bored Dennis Hopper, needs someone he can trust to pick up money because someone in the family has been stealing. Yep. I had to check IMDb three times to make sure that was Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't buy it. It doesn't. He's too bored for that to be true. It would have been better if he was wearing the costume from Super Mario Brothers. Oh, my oh God. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it would have helped. Tell me I'm wrong. I would have actually wanted to look at the screen once in a while if that were the case. And he also <laughs> talked like a Mario. <laughs> anyway, Maddie's uncle Teddy Deserve, or John fucking Malkovich, vouches for Maddie to help. The last time Malkovich asked Maddie to help, he was 12, and Maddie wouldn't murder a dude, but this time's probably different. Reasonable, right? They wouldn't charge him as an adult. Oh, my God. Is that why they did that? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> The yeah, worst that's... he gets is like two years in juvie and a like a you know a psych evaluation and shit. Okay. Things to know yeah. for the future. Wow, that's Dave. smart. Yeah, that's why you have kids. Maddie has <laughs> Maddie has Seth Green go pick it up because some asshole gave him a pilot's license and a plane. 
and cocaine. He seems yeah. like a plain nerd. You know, like <laughs> plain nerds are the horse girls of your guys' sex. Like, you know what I mean? You know, it's a short guy thing, right? He's super tiny, so he wants to get in a plane to be higher than everybody. <laughs> no. That's why Yato loves the window. <laughs> right, right. After picking up half a million in a duffel bag, Seth lands in Wilboo, Montana for gas. Seth has hopped up on cocaine, and when he sees the local sheriff, he ditches the bag, fucking losing it to a couple of stoners at the airport. Paranoia, man. Oh, yeah. And cocaine. And cocaine. Right. Mostly well, cocaine. that's where the paranoia well, like, comes if, from. Do the cops, do you have to have your bags gone through? No, no he but, was just hopped up on coke and paranoid. Yeah, and he they didn't, saw through they him. They could see through me, man. They knew. They knew what I was. <laughs> they knew <thinking>. everything. <laughs> you just hold on to it and fucking be cool, man. Conceal, don't feel, or just act like you got a poop. I, I don't know if you remember what happened, but he was fucking trying to run off and leave the cashier with a forty dollar tip because he was so paranoid of the cops. Oh, yeah. After whipping out a giant wad of $100 bills. Well, not just that he was paranoid of the cops. He put the bag on a carousel to go to a, another a different plane. plane. Yeah, right. So he like wanted to idiot. get there before. So And then, yeah, Casey, but that's genius. If he would have just been like, hey, yeah, keep it. I got to poop, so I got to go. I'm telling you. I poop, poop and fly <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> that's how you do it. You just have a shitter built I'm into a the fer- seat. I'm a field fertilizer. I'm actually, <laughs> and I've I- got two more crops to <laughs> There's just coffee and nicotine in this bag. You don't have to go through it. Is that like crop thumping? It will go through you. You just got to make sure you're scared of heights. What are you eating that you shit like a rabbit? The tobacco. You're not smoking it. You're in a plane that's fucking illegal. You just drink black coffee and chew tobacco. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why is it illegal if you're flying? It's your plane. It's you get cloudy in there. It's not like you can open a window, and if a little oh, bit of but it's smoke, okay to do co- cocaine in the window. You know what? You're yeah. right. No, Casey's not getting to 10k. <laughs> Casey, you're right. I don't know if you know this, but Will Ferrell recently revealed on a recent on a podcast that the original plot for Anchorman was that they were a bunch oh, of yeah. news anchors smoking cigarettes on a plane, and it got too cloudy, and they crash on an island that's populated with a bunch of apes, and they were also transporting a bunch of ninja gear, like ninja stars and swords, and the apes slowly kill all the Anchorman as they try and survive on the island. That was the original plot to Anchorman, and that movie needs to fucking happen. Yeah, that no, needs I'm, to like, be made. I'm glad they have the plot they do, but I also want that movie right. too. Right! <laughs> Anchorman Endgame. The longer you <laughs> talked about that, the more confused <laughs> I got. I kept thinking I knew where it was going, and then like, oh, monkeys, oh, ninja stuff, yeah, survival. No. Okay, so it's well, that's not how I would have done it. It's like Fortnite with Will Ferrell <laughs> and monkeys <laughs> and Paul Rudd. Well, the rest of the knockaround guys show up and find the meanest guy in town, whom Vin Diesel beats up to find their duffel bag. It's very effective. Yep. The town tough guy, beat up by Vin Diesel, tracks down two skateboarding stoners who found the bag. The stoners use some of the money on really fucking important purchases. Get this, right? Like, they go to the fucking convenience store and buy a metric fuck ton of beef jerky, all of the beef jerky, Mm -hmm. a bunch of snowballs, all of the Swiss cake rolls, and then they go and buy expensive street luges. That's basically what I bought with my first paycheck, too. (laughs) I can't. The only difference is their job was accidentally finding a half a million dollars. 
basically this is just like when you get your tax return at age 20 okay you know same same energy my mom doesn't know how much i got so i don't have to pay her back the full amount yeah well in a plot twist as maddie and the crew go to get the money they discover that one kid's daddy is the sheriff from the airport who busts his stoner son and takes his money bitch that's why he hates you dennis that's why he (laughs) hates you Instead of turning the money into the feds, Sheriff decides to split it with his partner and kill the knockaround guys. After the Sheriff beats up Maddie, they have a nice phone call where Sheriff tells Maddie and his friends to meet him at the beef terminal after midnight for some good old-fashioned warehouse handoff shenanigans. You can meet me in my beef terminal tonight <laughs> at midnight. Actually, if you can make it before 10, because I really do have to go to sleep early. So. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Don't come knocking at midnight, because the doors will be locked. <laughs> And there's also Dobermans. But Daddy Chains is acting like he's got sand in his cannolis. Probably because if the money doesn't show up, he gets to pick one of the three R's. The roof, the river, or the revolver. I would pick the river and then just swim away. (laughs) That seems like the obvious answer. I don't think that's how it works, Dave. Yeah, no, that's your type. Maybe no, there's fish in the river. Malkovich shows up. And notes clearly that the sheriff is setting a trap. So, Malkovich sets a trap for the trap. Of course. That's how you do it. It's very gangster. Meanwhile, (laughs) he also sends his guys to kill Chris and Seth Green because they're useless piles of garbage. Especially Seth Green. He's putting sand in my cannolis. Oh, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Chris takes off to the bus stop to run away and Seth Green gets murdered. It may be the most satisfying part of the movie. It was. And by maybe, I mean is. was. Are the other three times he shot unnecessary? (laughs) Maybe. No. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. It needed to happen. It happened. They shot him once for every person in the room. (laughs) One was, oh, yes. Yes. Mm. Only Vin Diesel and Maddie show up to get the money from the sheriff. Then John Malkovich and friends show up to turn the tables. Then the town tough guy pops out from a closet with a shotgun to get revenge on Vin Diesel. And then Then Chris shows up who didn't get on a bus to return the surprise after the surprise after. Fuck it. You get it. He fucking blows the little hillbilly apart. Who fucking had? Yeah. Who has any idea who's shooting whom? But he blows the fucking hillbilly apart. Malkovich orders Chris killed, prompting a shootout that kills everyone but Maddie and Malkovich. Oh, and Vin Diesel, who apparently can be wounded in the shoulder by bullets, which just seems unlikely to me. Just Mm-mm. flex it out. Yeah, yeah. Move uh, come on. on. Doesn't work. Right. Haven't you ever been shot with a BB gun? It's, it's like that. <laughs> it's Shooting like that, Vin but... Diesel with the BB gun in this like 2001 oh, that's like body, foreplay. that is foreplay, 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Luke Cage thing. Like, you can't get his eyes. Don't shoot him in the eyes. Yeah. Be a fucking lady. Or nuts. <laughs> Even his <laughs> teeth are strong. <laughs> Maddie uses some miraculous deductive powers. Seriously, suck it, Batman. If only you had the powers of reading the script. And he figures out that it was Malkovich all along who has been stealing money. Because otherwise, why would he kill the useless piece of shit who lost half a million dollars? Am I right? I... I wouldn't have connected that personally because he had a history of killing. I had long since forgotten that plot. The movie did not need it. But okay. I mean, has he not seen a fucking mob movie? Anyway, Malkovich confesses with a Hamlet-esque soliloquy about how the tragedy in his life is having to throw racquetball games against Dennis Hopper, whom he could beat with a lawn chair in one hand. 
Yeah, it makes a beatdown easier if you do have a weapon, <laughs> especially like a large light. Beat one. him at handball, not not like physically assault him with a lawn chair. Yeah, no, that's if you, how if I you, win handball. Exactly. I'm not coordinated. I'm scared of flying <laughs> objects, so it's just like if you got to win, you got to take out the competition every no! night. <laughs> but Malkovich isn't worried because Maddie is a bitch, as we clearly established, and he isn't gonna shoot him. And then Maddie shoots him fucking dead. Bah, bah, bah. Great. Back in New York, where this shit all started, Maddie gives Daddy Chains his money. And Daddy is all like, join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Maddie, however, is ready to give up his entitlement and join the real world, and leaves Daddy Chains to run away in a panel van with Vin Diesel, presumably for sex things. I I assume (gasps) it's setting up the sequel, Knock Around Guys 2, a panel van and sex things. (laughs) I want to be in yes. that movie. I would also <laughs> choose a, a panel van in 2001 Vin Diesel and um, sex things in the panel van. I agree. We know. I agree. Yeah, we know. I'm with you. I'm just wondering, like, this is classic fucking white dude failing up. You got the job I wanted. I deserve that job. I want to be the panel van. I need to be writing the checks. I want to be. I want to be panel <laughs> van daddy. You want to cash in the checks? You, you should be cash in the checks. You want to be the panel van? You never won. I don't want to. I want to be the <laughs> yeah, panel van daddy. daddy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do have a contention here, Jay. In the beginning, you said that there were four knockaround guys. Yeah. I disagree with that. What? There were three knockaround guys and a Vin Diesel that was sent along to make sure that everything went okay. Yes, he's the babysitter. All right, yeah. well, he's the cool babysitter. <laughs> I'll give you that juice. I think that you're right. He, d- despite some of the big names in this movie, Vin Diesel gives us by far the most compelling performance. It was great. He was wonderful. I, okay, and you know what? Time out. <laughs> yeah, he was the only knockaround guy with a fucking job. My only I'm complaint fancy. is all of these mafia names were way too reasonable for the film we just watched because the mafia names in that were the stupidest mob names I've ever heard. Joe or Bobby far. Boulevard. Bobby Boulevard. Bobby Malkovich's character was Teddy Deserve, which just what did he deserve? I don't get it. Oh, oh get over deserve. here and you'll find out. <laughs> we had Billy Clueless. Which kind of leaves he's, itself. He's clueless as to the what fuck Teddy did you deserves. Do to earn that name, I don't right? have to be clueless. I mean, I he, would rather be a knockaround guy than be Billy fucking clueless. Oh, okay. So Billy clueless actually looks like Alicia Silverstone. My personal favorite is Freddy the Watch. Freddy the Watch. That seems like a both like how the fuck did you get the name the Watch right? And he probably has some fucked up Christopher Walken like story oh, yeah, where he's in his ass for months in Vietnam or years in Vietnam. <laughs> My favorite mob name was Dingo Dingleberries, which is the one I made up while I was trying to think of my favorite I'm like, mob name. Wait, where the fuck was that in the movie? I don't remember. You a guys had the list. I didn't I, pay attention. I thought they were all terrible. I'd have, terrible. I'd have bought it considering Seth was the most reasonable at Johnny fucking Marbles. Jo- oh, come on. That was just... Okay. Hey, Johnny right. Marbles. Johnny Marbles. So does every fake Italian person get like christened with a name, a nickname? Bobby Bullock. You have to prove yourself first. Dingo Dingleberries. How did, <laughs> how did Seth Green prove himself once? Every he physically irritated everyone he was near on screen. 
I'm really curious, did the weird mob names, is that a thing that like actually existed and then movies just started including it? Or was it one of those things where we started making mafia movies and Hollywood was like, yeah, they've got cool names like Johnny Marbles. And the mob was like, yeah, okay, I like the sounds of that. Let's do that. Now. Okay, well, first off. I fucking love Marbles, first of all. I was going to say, Johnny Marbles is not a cool fucking mob name. No. I mean, like, it could be like, look at the marbles on this guy. Seriously, they've been infected for eight years. <laughs> He's not doing anything with them. Look Johnny, at why are your marbles clacking like that? <laughs> click, clack, click, Shouldn't clack. make that sound, Johnny. I don't know, right? Like, if you think about it, though, those are really fucking weak-ass mob names. Think of some of the really cool gangster names, right? Like, you going to tell me Teddy Desire? Deserve isn't a good mob name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know Teddy. that's shocking you. Deserve. I can't not say it sensually. It's like a Dove <laughs> chocolate commercial. We're like, we're implying to put this in your pussy, yeah. but we can't tell you to mm. after midnight. Does Teddy need more chocolate? And Teddy deserves. Teddy to your point. To your point earlier. I mean, you got to think there was a notorious mobster known as Joe Bananas. So, and I don't think that was his actual name, right? He goes no, but, bananas. But, but again, you can get. N-A-S. You can do better than that, right? There, there's Cadillac Frank, who Wait. is a fucking mobster who was known because he worked on Cadillacs, right? So he was called fucking Cadillac Back Frank. I think that's like way fucking cars. cooler, right? There's yeah. Albert TikTok Tenenbaum. What, what was his stupid. story? Tick, so, that's stupid. Yeah, what I'm, dumb. What I'm getting is that when they pick your mafia name, it's just Homer Simpson looking around the room <laughs> going, uh, you're no, 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 no. I love Cadillac. No, no, no. TikTok was known as TikTok because of his ceaseless clock-like nervous banter. The way that he fucking spoke was like a fucking clock tick-tocking. And so he was called oh, TikTok. Like, Mercy he kill him. Always said in the same pattern. <laughs> I, I guess. That would get really annoying. I would just shoot him. Ice honestly. pick Willie? That sounds like you got a needle dick. <laughs> That's not. I've, I've dated a couple ice pick Willies. <laughs> okay. Well, this ice pick Willie used his ice pick. To stab people through the Who fucking him ice pick Willie. Stop saying that. Okay, all right, all right. One more, one more. What about Donald, the Wizard of Odds, Angelini? Odds or odds? Odds. O d d s. Ah, fuck you. That's he just. That's he was a, too long. He's not a fucking racehorse or a bull. Right. Calm the <laughs> fuck down. <laughs> You get four words at most. Right. How many times do you think he had the exchange? Oh, he's the Wizard of Oz. No, odds. What I say? Odds. <laughs> odds. Odds like betting. Yeah, odds. Wizard- <laughs> I can I can hear that fucking conversation between two right. lives. How Every many time, time? How many times a day you want to have that fucking conversation? Come on, fuck you. Pick a better name. <laughs> I think a really lonely person maybe gave him that name. Like he wants he spent, to start. No, he spent time on that. He, yeah, I know, you know but that he wants he wants to spur the conversation. I don't think it I mean? was like, time though. I think it was a group of friends and a lot of cocaine to then come to. Ha ha! You're the Wizard of Odds. I feel like it's a, a setup for a meet cute at the fucking beef curtain. Not curtain. <laughs> beef, beef terminal. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can get a meat beef spin. Terminal. <laughs> And then Casey Lemon parties. Oh. <laughs> you said meat spin. That's immediately what I went. <laughs> For anyone who's not old why. enough to get that reference, probably don't Google it at work for sure right. not only did we have good mob names we had good mob sayings <laughs> oh we did good okay great yeah. i'd say so uh, i mean really no they were the only good thing about this movie is that occasionally you'd get something like don't piss down my back and call it rain it's called a prison shower yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
It's fine. Exactly. A golden shower. Dave, what was your favorite saying? Oh, God. I, it was Benny Chains in reference to Seth Green's character. He's half an idiot, and that's the good half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was pretty accurate. What pretty about accurate you, Casey? Too. I liked when Maddie was bitching that he was ready to finally join the mom and goes, I'm ready to do something, Pop. And Dennis Hopper says, you did. You got the sandwiches. <laughs> like, you what did. That's... It was... You Dennis got the Hopper sandwiches. What else can you do? Yeah, that's right. what really my... drove the nail <laughs> right. home. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, he was ahead of his time though. He was Uber eating his kid out. <laughs> you should no. No. Yes. That is exactly how you do it, Casey. <laughs> Hold the fuck up! I gotta download that app again. I know. Where was that option? <laughs> Oh my god, that's like speedy prostitution. Yeah, like I knew they'd bring me tacos. I just didn't understand but the whole breadth of the menu. If you want the guy to come to your house and you're the hooker, then you would call it Jimmy John's. So. Oh. Hey. They're usually freaky fast. Oh. Anyway, I fucked that all up. That's great. Uh, he was ahead of his time, though. He had a business plan that it just wasn't ready yet. It, to, the technology had to catch up. But I, I do have to shoehorn in the best line of this movie when the stoner kids get the money taken away from them by the dad cop, oh, and they they go in the house. The last the stoner friend, while well, his friend's about to get his ass whooped by his dad, is standing in the yard and just looks off sullenly and goes. <laughs> We were rich for a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets drug in the house by the other cut. That was the yeah. best line in the movie. He wasn't a gangster, but he he nailed it. Jay, what's your gangster quote? Ooh, it's there's gotta be one of two, right? So it's either John Malkovich talking shit to Maddie saying, I got shoes older than you, kid, and tougher too. Now that that's <laughs> on yeah. Marcus, that's Shoot. on level with fucking Dave's burn. Right. Yeah. I've said this shit like that to you. Like I've got a Maurice's jacket I've had longer than you. <laughs> but don't think I'll fucking keep you first thing. Right. It's, it's the tougher than because the older the shoes get, the more broken in and softer and they are. So if he's got shoes that are like thirty five years old. And they're still tougher than you. My other favorite line comes from the best and most gangster character in the fucking movie, Vin Diesel, in the beginning when he's squeezing some dude for money. He says, mm. the milk guy's getting paid. The potato chip guy's getting paid. The beer guy's getting paid. Every fucking body's getting paid. And you look through me, you fuck. It's fantastic. He, like we because said it's before. Acted. Yeah, he he was the <laughs> only one that far. acted. Right. He did incredible. Okay, when we say he was acting, we mean he was just being Vin Diesel again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the same thing. intonation and delivery he does in every other movie. You say that like it's a bad thing, Dave. I love when he yells. Right. It turns both of us on. This was this was we released usually... right after the first Triple X, and it's the same energy as when he's shouting about quit thinking army and start thinking PlayStation. It's <laughs> I I that's there how was he sounds. different intonations. <laughs> Just because you have an untrained ear doesn't mean it's <laughs> his fault. You're an uncultured swine. I'm sorry, Fuck I you. missed the subtleties of a Vin Diesel maybe, performance. Maybe Seth Green <laughs> is more your lane, and you should fucking stay in it because he. This was is the second Seth Green Buffy. movie I watched this week. What was, what was the first one? Rat Race. I watched it on Friday. It, I can't believe you just admitted movie. that out loud. That's a great movie. That was a great movie. Seth should have stuck it's to not. Buffy. <laughs> Buffy 
Yeah. He was good in. There really isn't anything Thanks. redeeming. I mean, the only moment that they attempt to do anything with Seth Green's character to redeem him is when he's about to get fucking murdered. He doesn't sell out Chris. Yeah, like they have. Right, the, that's they, the only thing. They slow down and they have this long shot of him like realizing he's about to die. Like, oh, no, I'm going to do the noble. Fuck you. You didn't earn any of this. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But I will say made that scene great because it's like they're going to shoot him. Oh, yeah. They're going to shoot him. Oh, oh, they're they're going to shoot him. And you start getting excited. <laughs> And you're really waiting yeah, for it. Yeah. And do. then it's like, you know, you can't just climax and you're done. That's no fun. You got to build to it. <laughs> and they built it up perfectly so that pop, 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 pop. Done, bitch. Dave looks confused about that. I don't think he knows how to climax. No, I'm just a little worried that Juice <laughs> masturbates to video of Seth Green getting mm, shot. I'm Wait, you know? almost no. there. I'm going to actually bash my head onto the corner of the dresser so I black out for eight minutes <laughs> and start back over. <laughs> Because Friends isn't on until 6, and it's only 4.48. So, all right. Casey, this is over. So, Dave, knock around, guys. Would you watch it again? This is a tougher decision than it should be. Hmm. It's not that bad, all things considered. If you like mafia movies, you've seen this before. It's a little more lighthearted than a lot of the other things in the genre, which it's, you know, it's kind of a nice change of pace. To have a mafia movie, but yeah. actually having a little bit of fun with it. But other than you know a couple scenes with Vin Diesel, nobody really puts in the work on this, mm. which is probably why they lost money on the film overall. I'm shocked. Yeah. How dare you? Dingo uh. Dingleberries really put it for again. His not best actually ever. in the film. In my mind, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would I watch it again? <sighs> I really want to say that I'd put it on while I was cleaning, but no, there's just, there's not enough to be worth looking up and actually paying attention to. I, I wouldn't, I can't even think of like what I would go back and just watch a clip of from this movie again. I'm not upset that I watched it, but it just, there's nothing to revisit out of this. So no, I'm not going to watch Knock Around Guys again. Casey, how about you? Knock Around Guys, would you watch it again? No. I mean, no. I would watch Vin Diesel fuck up gambling machines. Again, that was pretty lit. But they were arcade no, machines. They were like slot machines. It, whatever. It doesn't matter. I would. I don't care what he's beating up. I would watch him beat something up with that body, but no, it does not justify 93 minutes of boring, bad Italian accents, Periella suits, and weird fucking nicknames. <laughs> weird nicknames. Johnny Marble says hello. They have, this, they have the scene before they all meet at the beef terminal, and... They're using like a zero seven song, like weird trancey electronic. Where the fuck? What the fuck were you aiming for? What was the mood? I don't. Was there anybody I was supposed to be cheering for? Because no. I wanted them all dead. Mine is Vin ah. Diesel. Actually, I want to see him like <laughs> make a pile of their bodies. It's all sweaty and everything. But no, I would. Like, I would watch that movie, but I wouldn't yeah. watch Knock Around. Guys. Drawing them in patterns, you know, like maybe, and then they or letters. Like he, a he, human transmutation circle. Yes. Yes, I would watch that film, but no, I wouldn't watch Knock Around Guys from two thousand and one. No, Juice. Would you watch it again? You know, this movie had about, like I said, six or six and a half minutes of action. All of which involve Vin Diesel. Yeah. He's I the like only that. one that's doing anything. Oh, he's doing something all right. It other than that, Dave's right. I agree with both of you. There was nothing to grab for in this movie. And going back, I completely forgot to bring it up. The soundtrack was kind of terrible. There was some that was like a transient, weird electro hop. And then there was like this weird country with I can only guess Seth Green singing to it that 
I it just the music didn't match the setting. It didn't match itself. The movie itself just it wasn't any fun. I I can't spend ninety three minutes watching six minutes of action again. So. Jay, at the end of the day, you fucking did this, you fucking knock-around guy. <laughs> Are you going to sit down and watch this movie again? Uh, you know, I wish it was a little bit more original. I think that it had uh, some clever stuff going on, but really there's a lot of scenes in knock-around guys that's just ripped off from other movies. So, for example, it tries to rip off Goodfellas in the beginning where we have Maddie trying to get a job doing the ever since I can remember I wanted to be a gangster line from fucking Goodfellas except for it's to be a fucking sports agent. Or when... Show me the money! (laughs) Or or when Vin Diesel sits down and has a heart-to-heart with Maddie, which is really just a reenactment of the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon scene from Good Will Hunting, where Ben Affleck talks about how he's going to be pissed at Matt Damon if he's still there in years because he's too fucking good for the place. Matt Damon. So really, I think I'd just rather watch those better movies if there was something that it tried to do original, or like Casey said, the actors were into it more, or there was a little bit more action, like you said, Juice, or... Fuck Dave, I can't agree with him. <laughs> I might be interested in watching Knockaround Guys again, but I am not, and it's not. So no, I will not be watching Knockaround Guys again. I will not. With that, the verdict is in, guys. Shitty Cinema is not going to sit down and watch this movie again. Nope. It was it was painful. It, it was painful. It, just, it wasn't painful. It just didn't really offer yeah. anything that makes us want to go back. It like It's it not like, like I regret. toothpaste in your ass. Right, right, right. Or, like right. A or toothpicks. No. Just one toothpick. Or four pick. inches of frozen Let toothpaste it. around. Let it end. <laughs> one toothpick. It's one toothpick. Like, ow. All right. <laughs> Get out of there. Well, Dave, knock around, guys. take your fucking toothpaste <laughs> out of my ass and let me know what we're doing next week. It's your movie. It's your turn to torture us. You know, Gotham is yours. <laughs> You weren't satisfied with the amount of action that we had this week, so I'm going to go for something that I know has a lot more action. Smoking Aces 2 Assassin's Ball. Oh, yeah, because the first one wasn't fucking ridiculous enough. Is the surprise assassin Lance Armstrong? I don't remember. (laughs) Does he shoot one fake testicle out and murder you? Assassin's (laughs) Ball. I'm pretty sure... A uniballer. I'm pretty sure this sequel was a straight-to-DVD sort of situation, so that's always a great sign. Oh, that'll be fun. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week to see how fucking bad that dude from... Entourage is in a film again. Is Jeremy Piven in the sequel? No, I don't think he's in the sequel. Oh, he gets killed in the first one. Let's wait till next week till we go on that fucking rant. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please share this independent podcast with a friend or we'll come to your house and kick your dog. I feel like we're more of a dependent podcast. We are a chemically <laughs> dependent podcast. And also, P.S., we would never kick your dog. We would kick you, but not your dog. And we're we dependent on people's support. Yes, emotional and financial. Mostly so emotional. If you're, and you don't have time for that. So if you want to support us, <laughs> visit the Patreon. Check us out on Facebook at sh.ttycinema. Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People. Now let's turn out the lights. Call Johnny Marbles and catch a flight out of this town. <laughs> <laughs>